Welcome everyone to Wellness Spring. And today I'm absolutely excited to be with a lovely friend and her name's Biliana Kwan. And she was a chemist and now she is lovingly known as the consciousness doctor and the teacher of consciousness technologies. And our dear friend is doing so much amazing work for humanity and our planet. And tonight you'll be able to find out how she can help you as well. So I was blessed to meet Biliana many years ago now when I was living in Monaco and her lovely niece, who's a holistic osteopath, Alexandra Macadon, she introduced me. She was so excited for a long time. She kept saying, Beverly, if you go back to Australia, you must go meet my auntie. And before we knew it, you came to Monaco and I was blessed to promote you for some of your amazing workshops there and in France. And even do my Reiki 888 mastership with you, which was such a blessing. And that's all thanks to the lovely Alexandra. And uh, for people who don't know the lovely Biliana, she has been a spiritual teacher now for more than 30 years. And um, she's also a facilitator, counselor, lecturer, and celestial scientist, and the founder of Source Force. And I've been blessed to go to some of her monthly meetings, which we'll discuss a bit further down. So welcome, 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 beautiful Biliana. And before we delve into your incredible work, could you please tell the audience a little bit about your background, where you grew up, and your education, your parents, any siblings, just so they can get a feel about you. Absolutely. So welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us. It's a power time on the planet, and as Beverly explained, being a spiritual light worker or whatever we may call ourselves, my title currently consciousness doctor. This is something that comes as a part of our um, inner knowledge, and I would say mission, because I believe that many people on the planet now recognize that we are holding some inner knowing, which is very useful and very potent to share, that the reality looks a little bit different seen from that perspective than the outer reality. So it's about time to celebrate that, to use all the technologies divinely given to share and to like a jointly move on, move up, move into the, the new civilization. Um, if I'm to say something about myself, I would say that my work um, is not only in the last 30, 33 years, but actually started much earlier. This is not the part that I officially share usually, but as a child, I was one of those children who really acknowledged the presence of the divine within myself very, very early. So clairvoyancy, knowing, seeing everything as an energy was very useful at that time. 
And then I realized very quickly that what I know on the inside and the outer world was not always matching. <laughs> so it was sometimes very private journey or very inner journey. But I was able to acknowledge that the world somehow needed help. That was my early um, estimate of the world. Something not right here. We need to <laughs> do something. And I believe out of that desire, you know, how universe immediately sends what is needed uh, out of the desire. So she will send me in my little hands uh, orbs, like uh, orbs of light. So they will start growing and I would appropriately start throwing them at people, at situations, at, you know, whatever was there in front of me. And the entire energy will change, will blend, will start, you know, differently radiating. So I was actually doing the healing work even at that time. I was born in Macedonia, lovely parents, my mom and dad, uh, mom was um, a lawyer, dad was the uh, construction engineer, and they were super, uh, you know, open, loving parents, but not much with the spiritual knowledge. However, the saving grace was my grand-grandmother, Virgilia, who was a very known healer into the area and was going further down into the generations. So I feel that I was blessed that uh, knowledge came through me through pure family lines, but also through the higher family lines as well, through our higher guidance. Uh, so I was always inclined to uh, do my inner work, but at the same time, I was super curious mind, so did lots of scientific work, lots of uh, formal education. So at that time, there was no really uh, school in Macedonia that would be termed as a naturopathy, although that existed. It was, always there were people with the inner knowledge, but nothing official. So that's why I was... Um, guided to study pharmacy so i'm a graduate pharmacist uh, so my focus was the healing plants and the ability of the the power aspect of the of the nature to heal people to to change the energetics so the curriculum in europe luckily is very much around the plants so that was what i was interested in and further on i felt that something else is calling me <laughs> so that was New Zealand and when the time was right exactly on my 33rd birthday I didn't plan it divine mother God planned it I was traveling around the world on my 33rd birthday arrived in New Zealand still my 33rd birthday all of a sudden this energy here engulfed me and I felt wow I've arrived home in a way so the spiritual journey just opened up tremendously and I have always been doing parallel um, scientific, if you like, and uh, inner uh, spiritual work. But I would like to put here just one more, a little um, explanation from my background. Obviously, later on, all of the, the knowledge of my multidimensionality, who am I, what am I doing here, became much, much clearer. Initially, I had lots of struggle with the emotional body, like seeing the world and responding emotionally. That was a very, very scary experience. But anyway, the Divine Mother God healed me from that in one holy instant. We may not have time right now to go into that. But I would love to acknowledge that I've learned emotionally responding to the world or judging the world is not changing it so when i've realized that and i've absolutely opened up to be the instrument of the divine mother of 
shift and change and, and expansion, then she started using me in that fashion. And that's when the, the real amazing journey started. One point that I wanted to make was um, about the modern science. Um, at one point, while at the university, so this is School of Medicine, Department of Pharmacy, I've just started using the pendulum. So a mentor, a teacher appeared in front of me, and I was given exactly how to use this divination instrument. So other students became very curious, and one day they asked our professor at the university, like, please have a look at this, and how do you explain it? Look at it, the pendulum here is moving like crazy. Over this part, it's not. And he just looked at that and said, well, oh, that must be the heat from the body rising, and it's you know moving this metal object. And there and then I realized, well, I do appreciate science and thank you for all that the science has achieved and achieved a lot, but doesn't have all the answers and pretending that we know everything and that some logical explanation can be offered about absolutely um, higher aspect made me think, okay, <laughs> where is the science where I would like to, to learn from? And that was the higher science. I've opened up completely to the divine science. And I specifically call it, it is a science that births the human science as well. But that's the one that humanity is now ready to, to listen to and to learn from. Wow, covered a lot there. That was an amazing journey. And I had quite a similar one, being born clairvoyant. My mom was clairvoyant and clairaudient and so forth. And then it got squashed, you know, shh, don't tell anybody. And then obviously it comes back so naturally into your life. And um, because you talked about humanity, um, I believe we're entering an era where there's going to be a heart-based way of living. These are the messages I'm getting fully and strongly. And um, just wondering what your take is, because I know humanity can't go on the way it is, and it's time for change, and the change is inevitable. Absolutely. I would say we have already gone over the hill, so to speak, and keep climbing, um, because in my deeper understanding with the Divine Mother's science, the old way of life, has already ended. That's it. There is no greed on the planet that is supporting that way of life, which was polarity based, but the opposing polarity. So the good and the bad and the black and the white. That kind of life led humanity to come to the end game. It was absolutely not possible to sustainably continue down those lines. So in an amazing fashion, how divinity works, she took us step by step by step by step evolving in consciousness to the point where we were now ready for a quantum leap. So there is no evolution anymore. We are done with that. But now is the time for the quantum jump. And the new reality, which is already here, it's so incredibly potent and amazing that my message actually tonight and, and all the time is for everyone to please refocus. Like let's take our focus for the reality which is going down and dissolving 
and put our focus on the new one, which is birthing. It's here. Without going to too many details, even from last year, somewhere uh, October, the planet experienced, experienced the full-on downloading of the newly consciousness through the magnetic energy. We may call it divine mother, creator, from behind the veil, <laughs> showed up on this side of the veil, like a present. We're just using these analogies, you know, the language needs to evolve in order to be able to explain all this. But she's here. People are feeling the difference. The planet has already changed. Magnetic field is different. The two poles, north and south, that used to be very much on one line, are not anymore. Science is teaching us the north one is traveling super fast, 55 kilometers every year. It's already from Canada in Russia. And with the wobble of the planet, it's actually creating a vortex. The South Pole on Antarctica is not moving. So they're not on one line just like that. That's a scientific proof of it. So it opens up like, like a grail. It's a opening of the magnetic field that becomes a vortex field. So all of a sudden, the new grid is established. The planetary energy quotient is much higher. Uh, the consciousness is ready for the jump. So many light workers have already brought the templates, the, the vibration of the new consciousness. So I would say, let's welcome it. Because Thank one you. aspect with that is just that new brings the vibration of happiness. Bring it on. Looking at the old going down brings the doom and gloom. So what are we choosing? Doom and gloom or peace and bliss? So that's my message this way <laughs> thank you i totally agree and um you mentioned consciousness a few times so could you please give us your definition of consciousness and then my next question would be what is a consciousness doctor and how did that name come about <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that question to define consciousness, where do we start? <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't believe that it uh, falls into the specific definition, but uh, using a pointers, um, in my deepest understanding, that is everything, the, the primary facet. Consciousness comes first. That is the creator power. And from consciousness comes the sounds, the templates, and then the electromagnetic, which is the light, and then all the myriad things that are created from the electromagnetic field. So the consciousness is everything which is beyond any kind of change. It's always present. It's eternal. It's uh, omnipresent. In many teachings, uh, whether that's a celestial uh, teachings of the Vedas or the Bible or whatever it is, that concept has been pervading somehow but nobody put a real definition what is consciousness i would say everything all that is and all that creates so the field which will eventually create everything and then everything returns into that field but that field does not change it's eternal so it's our real nature that's who we are and going from there as a creator, 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 I mean, even in the Bible says initially there was a word and then I've created the light and so forth. How the word 
uh, or the title, if you like, Consciousness Doctor came to me, was in one of the many initiations that I have gone throughout my life. And this one was nearly 16 years ago. All of a sudden, um, a friend was coming to have a little you know, spiritual work done together. We appointed one hour. All of a sudden, this immense energy started coming through. And I've realized that I'm in the state of initiation. And he started doing the facilitation. Took us five hours to go through the entire process. When I woke up from that, literally lying on the grass under the, the trees in the nature, Divine Mother says, well, that's it. You are now a consciousness doctor. Because consciousness on this planet needs healing. Consciousness needs shift and change. All the injuries, if you like, inflicted on humanity from the illusionary consciousness are ready to be healed so let there be the fullness of consciousness on the planet i accept it, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. wow and um can you tell us what are these consciousness technologies a bit more yes well um if you think about for instance a prayer that is one consciousness technology before master jesus came and taught people neutralize the left and the right, make it into oneness, place it in front of the heart. We didn't know how to do that. Or Master uh, Buddha teaching upright spine, go within, take with the breaths. You know, all of this meditation, uh, prayer, they're all consciousness technologies that were given to humanity at the appropriate time. Now we are ready for more. We are ready for the next level. So just to mention the few, consciousness technology is uh, the choice, ability that humanity has been neglecting. That is our superpower, being a chooser, conscious chooser, instead of loser, snoozer, boozer, <laughs> bamboozler, <laughs> doozer. You know, a lot can be, can be explained, but learning or rediscovering how we are making a choice, a deliberate choice in the smorgasbord of the universe. That is one consciousness technology. Another one is activation of the art heart, for instance. So art heart is rising the person into being the artist, artist of their own life. That's our major art project. We are painting our life. We are creating our life. We are here to have the most amazing artwork done. So activation of the art heart in order to do this is another consciousness technology. So are the rings of consciousness, uh, rays of consciousness, radiances. So the person learns how to radiate who they are, how to uh, bring this um, amazingness into, into beingness. So all these are consciousness technologies. Because everything in life is technology. To bake a cake is a technology. You need to know three eggs and some sugar and some butter. But if you don't know how to put them together, you don't have a cake. You have a mixture. So consciousness technologies literally teaches how we, from neutral energies, create and co-create amazingness. That's what I'm teaching. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And... Um... Because you are the founder of um, SourceForce, I'm just wondering who or what inspired you to start. <laughs> Divine Mother, she's always 
my boss <laughs> and my mother. Mm-hmm. I can do chords, but it is um, incredible. New Zealand is an um, extension of, of Antarctica. So I work with Antarctica energies, with Antarctica transmission energies for the, the, the cosmic waves. So I will hopefully talk about it in, uh, shortly. But at that point uh, in February uh, 2021, we received this power energetics of opening the, the vortex uh, portal rather than linear portals for the planet vortex open through Antarctica and it was accessible through New Zealand so the major group of us were called on the specific area here in New Zealand which is the vortex portal and we did that opening that was the day when actually source force started we anticipated it a few months before in 2020 uh, November 22nd November, we had the first like, uh, let's get together, the large group of us felt, okay, it's time to be organized as an organized force of the divine source on the planet. At the time when this vortex was opening, it was phenomenal. Around the stupa in the temple here um, in Bombay, south of Auckland, a group of us was rotating on the higher platform opening the new civilizational pattern. Other group was on the lower platform closing the (laughs) the Mm -hmm. old one. If I tell you, I mean, my choice was to be on the upper one. And we were going like this crazy around, like the energy was so powerful. People on the lower one were going, oh, oh, yes. It was so interesting to, to observe. So Source force is literally the divine design on the planetary energies. It is not just like a group that meets, as you know very well, we meet once a a Mm. month, not just meeting as to share experiences. It is a superbly organized divine force um, template and instrument. So comes through Antarctica, everybody who is ready to join goes through this beautiful process of uh, making a choice. I am a member of the new civilization of the new earth. I'm the new citizen of the new earth. With that, automatically, the energetics of that person changes. It's eight days process, silent process. So divine consciousness is reshifting that person, like unplugging them from the mainstream matrix, plugs them into the new matrix. It's instant. I hear all the time how people feel after they go through the eight-day process and like open up <laughs> in the new civilization. Mm-hmm. So uh, people who become members have uh, many, many benefits of literally being built up into this new civilization. There are tools and protocols and templates and Divine Mother literally looks after us, makes the journey smooth and superb. And we all become empowered for what are our personal missions, who are we from now on? How we operate? Because humanity needs the new leadership. It's not the leadership of a type, type of, you know, authority of minority. Follow me, I'll tell you. It is the leadership of a call to all. It's divine template that works through everyone and everyone knows their place and joyously expresses themselves and everything functions amazingly. You may look 
I mean, it may sound like I'm talking about some utopia, but this mm. way of reality is here already. It's about us to embrace it and to literally start expanding. And that's the invitation. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come and join. What about yes. people that, who may be listening that are complete non-believers and saying, you know, the old way of living, you can't sort of change and, you know, they're not on their spiritual journey yet. What do you advice do you give to them? Well, I believe that divine energies, or let's use the terminology like a divine plan, is in order. Everybody will um, recognize the moment when they wake up, uh, or actually when they receive the call for, for waking up, so to speak. I work with such a people. If I tell you how many people over the years will tell me, oh, I was a non-believer, now I'm a believer. <laughs> I said, okay, mm -hmm. converter of the soul. But it is bringing such a common sense consciousness, knowing people recognize it in their own heart. Do you want to live the life of creation of the little logical mind, which is like a jungle of the mind? Or do you prefer the garden of the heart where everything is amazing? It's just a choice. It's just the, the, the movement. And so many people who are you know, in the all sorts of uh, or walks of life all of a sudden start just waking up to be able to extend the helping hand and a teaching and the knowledge at that point, I believe is one of the highest services that we can do for each other. I remember my teachers and how meaningful they are to me and how much I love them. And I had a desire to be like that for somebody else and universe started <laughs> putting me on the mm -hmm. job. So I believe that every person who might be listening and feel, am I a believer or not believer? Just look in your heart. What is your desire? Are you happy with that messy world that we've created with the logical mind disconnection from divinity thinking, oh, we'll fix it this way, that way, constant good boys against the, the, the bad boys. I mean, aren't we tired of all that? Have we had enough? <laughs> One chapter mm -hmm. of my book says, are you ready already? And then says, mm -hmm. all ready. Every aspect of us, because some people just almost wait for permission, little word, maybe interview like this or something in the book. All of a sudden like, a whoa, there is something different. There is hope, there is knowledge and they open up. So everybody listen to the heart. <laughs> exactly. And um, I'm a firm believer when we come from the hot space and when we connect with divine love, fear doesn't exist, only pure bliss and happiness and war doesn't exist. And, you know, because everybody, duality doesn't ex exist. It's all about unity and community and collaborating and doing things for the highest good. It's not about little me, it's about the big picture for humanity and our planet. And I'm so convinced that this is the way forward. Before we delve into your book, because I know you're about to publish a book soon, can because you talked about civilization and the new civilization, and I know that there, you have four global civilizations. Can you say um, that you talk about can you tell the listeners who 
are these four global civilizations? Absolutely. So if I may here, I would love to address first Antarctica, because to yeah. many, it's just some kind of a frozen continent out there, out of the way for anyone mm -hmm. and everybody. But uh, there are no mistakes in the universe and everything is beautifully accounted for and everything is, as you said, Beverly, beautifully unified. There is no friction or against each other or, or anything like that. So it's amazing to work with this um, way because it's so natural. Looking in the heart, feel, oh, this is what I want. This is what is natural to me. The other way <laughs> of fight and flight is not quite. So just to bring her to our awareness, I hope we have enough time to just go briefly through the, yeah. the power of Antarctica and what, uh, what Antarctica means, because that is the primary civilization of the, of the planet, the human civilization, Amazon, Amazonia, we kind of later on changed the name a little bit. Anyway, this frozen continent is actually a super powerful tool and instrument for the planet. Because what Himalayas used to be for the previous civilization, you know, the teachers were coming through this portal, Himalayan and Middle Eastern. It was um, the teaching, the knowledge, the, the books, the Shastras, the Vedas, the Bibles, the Talmuds, all of the above. Antarctica is now the instrument for co-creation of the new civilization. That's the one that sends the template, like the initial call. When I say instrument, think again about the magnetic energy. Magnetic energy was very much um, non-understood and felt as a, some kind of accessory to, to the fields. So we recognize planet had magnetic field. Every cell is a magnet. The body is a magnet. But kind of that was it, like a polarity magnet. To the cosmic and divine magnetism, there is much huger story. So that is from the consciousness through this magnetic field that we can call a uh, sound. So not physical sound as we know it, but the higher sound, the creation starts. That's where the consciousness chooses. What am I going to create now? Is it going to be a planet or this or that? So Antarctica was sitting all of this time as a dormant instrument for the times when the planet would rise enough in the consciousness to actually start reconnecting with the cosmic flow. And this is like a resonance instrument. The ice over Antarctica and Arctica, because they are connected, is the largest crystal on the planet. Water is the magnetic energy. The ice over Antarctica is 78% of the fresh water of the planet frozen. It's not salty water. It's not seawater. So something happened and changed the entire disposition and the flow of the water on the planet. And would love to mention a little bit about it because um, connects with all the um, global warming, scare and whatnot. Would really love to bring this knowledge so people can feel like a feel, okay, there is no global warming. There is no really a change which is negative. Yes, it looks like, a, of course, the planet is changing, the temperature, climate is changing and so forth. But that is literally planet going through her puberty. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like 11 years old, something happens and the entire kind of status of the body, if you like, changes. So much more energy comes in and we are 
on a next level. So it is something like a cosmic puberty, if you like, for humanity and for the planet. Please have no fear. We'll explain why. We are not going to go down under the waves and disappear and <laughs> big scares. Mm -hmm. Of course, there is a little bit of a, you know, turbulence, but on the way. Anyway, just to complete um, the knowledge around Antarctica, under the ice, there are 900 lakes. So the lakes and the caves are the resonance instruments of the planet. As the magnetic field changes from linear into vortex, and it already changed, there is again big scare, oh, the planet will shift the poles upside down and so forth. No, she won't, because they are interconnected. We are already into the vortex magnetism. So when the resonance started happening, means that the planet is activated to this cosmic sound. The same thing with the body. Humanity and the planet were a little bit deaf until now to the cosmic sound. Now we are part of the orchestra again. And Antarctica is like a main resonance fork, if you like. So the cosmic sound interconnecting through these lakes, through the caves, and bear in mind, what are the lakes and the caves? Cosmic divine feminine energy. Divine mother is always, Mary Magdalene is always in the cave, in the grotto, like a symbologist mm -hmm. that remained. So the cosmic feminine energy, which is as a creator, not female or male per gender, but it's everything, is the, the main creator. And Antarctica was the continent of that first civilization where the human race decided to play a little bit the game of separation. Amazon or Amazonia, still in the legends, Amazonian women, it was only feminine. Uh, they were able to create, give birth without the connection with the male energy. So divine creates of itself, from itself. Anyway, many different legends uh, remain, so it is important maybe at some point, not tonight, <laughs> to bring some, some more knowledge around this as well. But what happened uh, within Antarctica was that when the planet started going lower and lower and lower in vibration, the civilizational pattern started, in a way, deteriorating. So Antarctica civilization or Amazon was still like a garden of Eden with all the incredible species and the plants and the um, humans having something we call like a everything by thought, everything was created instant, like an amazing way of life. However, as the planet was going lower and lower in vibration, when that civilization closed, and it doesn't mean it disappeared, but means the planet went lower, so it was not visible to the inhabitants of the planet. So then it plunged, went into the Lemuria, the second civilization. Again, we're not talking about the civilization from just 12,000 years ago. We are talking much longer, even in the linear time than that, but we are going to call it Lemuria just to, to bring the, the properties of this civilization. So that is when the cosmic divine mother who always looks after her children, who was everything, supplying everything for them, now modulated that role to the mother nature. So now the mother nature is looking after humans. But 
that time nature was incredible you didn't need clothes per se you didn't need shelter because everything was perfect temperature perfect uh, food nutrition whatever you needed these beings were shapeshifters were able to be in one form one day next day different form so anyhow that was amazing civilization that still remnants are within the indigenous people around the planet and then it started going lower and lower and lower. So that civilization was lost. So the mother nature became a little bit more hostile to the children. But still, the plant world was looking after people. You know that the incredible plants who give us everything from oxygen to food to shelter to healing plants. Um, we need them. We can't survive a few days without the plants. Plants can survive without humans happily. <laughs> they don't need us for the, the cycles. So anywho, that was the appointed aspect. So that third civilization was Avalonia. This is now when humanity started experiencing emotional energies of something can disappear under their feet, fear, uncertainty. That's when the masculine and feminine energy started going apart and eventually <laughs> broke out. So Avalonia was the time of the witches and the wizards and the people of knowledge and Teuta de Danan and, you know, various aspects of um, higher celestial um, gods, goddesses, knowledge. They're all creator gods. Humanity is now finally going back from creator gods back to the divine mother god, to the creator of all, the one that created all that. Anyway, not to make it too long, the, the one after that, when that one deteriorated, was the Atlantida. And the type of civilizations where now the separation between masculine and feminine was full, separation between mind and heart was full, lots of knowledge, technologies, whatnot, but not much heart energy. And humanity started going lower, 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 lower. And when that civilization finished, the greed fell. Once the grid fell, all the water that is normally in the outer re regions of the atmosphere fell down. These are the times of the big flood, which are basically recorded through very, almost all civilizations that have certain memory, even they're placed at different times and so forth. It's reason for that, but no time tonight. Anyhow, these four civilizations with their collapse opened up the surface humans the colonies that survived from all over these civilizational patterns to actually become very vulnerable every man and their dog if you like could come in and create civilizations and create a genetic modification of the humanity and the whole lot that started happen happening and created the surface humanity which was a sad story sad picture However, Divine Mother is back now, restoring all that, healing, shifting. And I find that one of the very powerful aspects of healing for many, many people right now is to heal through these civilizational patterns. Because everybody alive today, or majority say, have gone through all four civilizations. That's why I would like actually to offer to everyone a free gift, which is that particular um, for civilizations healing technology if you like <laughs> which says power up your life so if anybody would love to have that please contact us via email 
Beverly can share the, the email. Email us that you would love to have that and we will send it, send it to you because it's a very, very powerful tool of shifting and closing all of the civilizational patterns because we are starting anew. In infinity loop, where this previous cycle is closing, when we come to that zero point of consciousness at the middle of the eight, we need to come light. Many people still turn up at the zero point with lots of luggage, lots of heavy luggage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now is the time for an absolute cleanse, for accelerated work. So people free themselves from that. And then in the consciousness, we move. You're still in the seemingly same, same body, but you are transiting from the lower frequency into the higher frequency body. And this is happening. This is not just some kind of a story. And then we start the new civilizational pattern. That's where I'm inviting everyone to step in because Divine Mother already gave technologies, ways, explanations, shifts. I mean, the whole lot that we need at this transitional time to build this incredible civilization. I'll just finish off very quickly with that idea that I've just presented previously, which is given knowledge by the Divine Mother that the water that is now melting from Antarctica is a part of the shift of the planet. It's nothing to do with some problem or mistake or whatnot. It is a natural increase. If you look at the scientific, um, say, explanations and reports, from 2012, such a huge amount of energy started coming on the planet with the, you remember the big scare about the ozone thinning, where was thinning? Exactly over Antarctica and Arctica. So the huge amount of the cosmic radiation started entering. It wasn't a mistake, that energy was needed. So somebody did the, the maths that since 2012, there is such a new input of energy on the planet that looks like every half an hour, a bomb of the size of Hiroshima bomb is exploding somewhere in the world. Again, if you do the maths, you'll see it's impossible to create that amount of energy through emissions of carbon dioxide. Doesn't mean that the uh, fuels are okay to stay. No, no, we go to the sustainable energy, but please don't blame them for what is happening on the planet because it's not the truth. It is a specifically positioned lie to create more fear. See what's the, the goodness and the power of it. The crystal of the Antarctica is now feeding the waters and the actual energy lines of the new magnetic field. That water is not going to put us down under the water. That water is climbing into the atmosphere. Why the carbon dioxide says, oh, okay, the water is going up. There is more moisture in the, in the air. Of course it is because that's the natural positioning of the water. And then the water circulates in a way that magnetic field feeds everything, celestial waters. Because when that grid fell, the water that was contained in the atmosphere, obviously all the minerals fell, the electrical grid fell. So the magnetic field just left. The water became very unstable. What to do now? So it was divine intervention that the water was frozen on both sides, Arctica and Antarctica, as an intervention to stabilize the, the water on the planet. Yeah. We still find in Siberia, for instance, live mammoths 
eating green leaves with the green leaves in the tummy frozen in a actual ice there and then. So it wasn't like a slow this and that and whatnot. There are differences in the, in the history of our planet than what is commonly shared. So the point is, please do not fear the global warming. Rejoice because the water is again starting to circulate in a way which is correct for the new magnetic field. It is same for in the human body. The, the spine becomes like a new magnetic organ. The scalp is the big dome. So it's like a tower power and ohm home. <laughs> That's the highest mm -hmm. resonance organ in the, in the body. The cosmic sound starts resonating through the skull, through the middle ear, through the one ear, like we have one eye, <laughs> unified eye. Mm -hmm. third eye. We have a third ear as well. So anyway, all these technologies are available for people who are ready, who want to activate, for instance, their divine spine, the planetary divine spine is activated. Let's keep moving. Let's keep accepting and expanding and not fear the, the changes because the logical mind tries to put the spin of either good or, or bad. As we say in the even title for this talk, above the reality of either or, there is infinitely more. So we are ready <laughs> for the more. <laughs> exactly, we're definitely ready. And that was wonderful to give everyone some reassurance about global warming. Um, just to finish up, because I know I've kept you over time, um, could you quickly tell us about your book? And I'll put all the information in the various links here. Sure. And it would be lovely to, at some point, maybe if we have um, another situation to, to share more. But um, right now, I've realized that I'm actually creating uh, or divine matter is creating through me not just a book which is entertaining read but she actually gives us a tool an absolute consciousness tool because it's all given with a lots of um, storytelling with the, let's call it a dream time it's like a dream time instrument when you go from the page one to the last page and that's why she says oh you'll thank me at the end of the book you are a changed being the consciousness has been shifted because she's placing in our subconscious and the non-conscious she places the truth and the truth resonates similar to um if you remember bedtime stories by our moms and dads or grandma or grandpa don't we remember everything that they were telling us, all the values, all the characters, because something synced in, right? So this is what Divine Mother has done with, the, with this book, created an instrument of divine consciousness shift, changing people into the choosers, cosmic choosers, instead of loser, loser, but loser. So becoming a conscious chooser is our PowerPoint. So amazing starting up for the new civilizational pattern and i trust and believe that people will enjoy reading it as much as i enjoy creating it because absolutely it is a tool tool of the consciousness consciousness technologies fabulous and have you got um a, a launch date a publishing date for your book 
Well, uh, we are estimating in two months' time that mm -hmm. this final touches and processes needs to happen. So I can publish a little bit even like a beforehand so people can have a feel or even purchase if they like in a special price prior to, to the publishing time, but not exact date as yet. Let's leave that to the, to the universe mm -hmm. to bring it through. Because I'm just about to embark on a tour in Australia first, and then um, Oregon, USA, uh, Seattle, Corvallis, and so forth, and then to Europe. So I'm hoping to finish my part for the book before that, and then it will be just flow. Oh, fantastic. And I know, Alex, um, you have approached me to help you. So hopefully I'll be back from my travels and we can um, all be together in Byron Bay at the end of June and um, have a wonderful conference together, workshops, and we'll post all the details. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all your wonderful knowledge. And yes, definitely, we need another talk because you have so much information to share and people are welcome to put messages in the chat box, whether it's um, um, now or contact Biliana um, by email, you can contact me as well. And we'll give you so much more information because it's all just being created now. So we haven't got dates and it's only the last few days that this all came into action. And I would love to do a series of talks with you be because that really resonates and I know it's for the highest good. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you. Pleasure. Thank you and dear listeners, thank you for tuning in. And for those who have missed it, we will be sharing it on YouTube and all my podcast sites and many other channels so thank you thank you thank you thank you everyone so kia ora from new zealand matewa and looking mm -hmm. forward to further whatever divine mother brings <laughs>